Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast. We're the Nerdy Boys from Nerdy Things Pod Productions. I'm Tim. This is Kevin Jules. Say hi, guys. Hey. And this is week three, episode three of our brand new podcast, Everything is Fine, a Good Place Podcast. This is a place where we discuss the hit NBC sitcom, The Good Place, in all of its detail, in all of its glory. We love doing it. We love bringing it to you. Um, You can find us on social media. We have a Facebook discussion group. We really want to get you guys involved in that. We want to have everybody talking about The Good Place with us. So you can just go to Facebook, go in the little search bar on the top, and just type in Everything is Fine. Miraculously already, it's one of the first things that pops up. Maybe that's why we did this podcast, so people could find us easy. I don't know. Um, But you can find us there and get involved. You can find everything about Kevin, Jules, and myself uh, on nerdythingspod.com, as well as our other podcast, Nerdy Things Podcast. You can find other news if you want to follow us on Twitter. We're really awesome at that, um, at Nerdy Things Pod on Twitter, at Nerdy Things Pod on Instagram, and there's an Instagram account for at Everything is Fine Podcast. So get at us on those places um, and join with us outside of this show. But we want to get this show started with a little bit of a question. Last week, we saw in the episode two that everybody got to fly. So apparently in The Good Place, you can come and do things that you could never do on Earth. And I think most people's top answer would be, what could you do? It would be, I want to fly. But that's not on the table because they already took it. So guys, if you had a good place power outside of flying, what would you want it to be? Oh, well, yeah, definitely flying would be one of them. But like, I would just want to, I don't know, some some sort of like a, a portal style movement that would be super fun to mess around with. I mean, if y'all have played portal the game, you can make two portals and you can run through one and come out the other one or whatever, make infinite loops or something like that. That would, that would keep me busy for like an eternity or two. <laughs> Let me just, I want to bounce. You want to bounce. I want to okay. bounce. I just want to like bounce that. off of stuff. That'd be great. <laughs> like, like from just Rudolph, run the Christmas special, the bumble, the bumble yep. bounces. I am the bumble. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's it. Kevin wants That's so you want. wouldn't want to be able to jump. You would want to no. bounce. Okay. No. Jumping yeah, right. is a for Kevin. Okay. No, that's okay. scary. Bouncing that's <laughs> Jumping's effort. <laughs> Oof. No, that's scary. Scary thought. Okay. Well, you want to bounce. One of my ideas, like I, very similar to you, Jules. I was thinking, like I was thinking more in in um, like Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda kind of thing, where you can just port mm-hmm. from one place to the other. I thought that would be cool, so yeah. you could explore more quickly a vast area sure but i'd love and it we if- definitely see in this episode that it's you know the good place is larger than what it seems so far yes so that would you know help you in exploring that's true i but i'm thinking like i'd love to have a skill you know that i don't have like i'm a pretty good cook we got into that last time when we talked about my pizza making skills um <laughs> from from boxed pizza but i'm a sure. pretty good cook but i'd love to be like a gourmet chef I'd love to just be able to have people because I'd have a mansion. I'd be like, you know, maybe not Tahani level, but I, I'd have, you know, like a nice big mansion. And I'd, I'd entertain people and I'd have like a chef's kitchen and I'd be able to whip up these just gourmet appetizers and stuff like that. And not only would I be able to bring them out to my guests, but I'd be like, I made that. Did you see this? I have made sure. this delicious hors d'oeuvre. So, yeah, I'd love to have a skill like that. Or maybe I'd be maybe I'd be a fantastic singer. 
Maybe I could just strum strum yeah. on the guitar and, just gotta, and, and be like Jason Mraz walking around enter, entertaining the world in my little neighborhood in the good place. You just got to put your thousand hours in. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I love how the these time. are things that you could do now. Like, yeah. You don't need <laughs> no. magic. No, it's... I, I want to bounce. Jules wants to teleport. You want to yeah. learn to play guitar and cook. No, I'm talking... <laughs> I think, I think you need something else. Listen, if everybody could do that, everybody could do that. No, there are certain skills. That's like saying work hard enough, Kevin, and you'll be Michael Jordan. Jordan. No, yo, well, there's there's certain greatness balance, that you have an innate ability for naturally. Some people are just going to be the most exceptional chefs. Some people just have a golden voice. I could practice for a thousand hours. I don't think I'd sing like Jason Mraz. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm all right, but I'm not that good. He's pretty I guess good. We'll never know because you don't have that that stick to itiveness. Well, all right. If we're going to be honest, if we count car singing, I have well over 10,000 hours of singing under my belt. Like, I have a million hours of singing. How many hours have I been alive? I'm 35. I probably have a million hours logged of singing, and I'm not that good yet. So okay. Like, I don't think it's okay. ever going to happen. You're, you're, fair point. Okay, you got me. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. I mean, I don't know. Jason Mraz singing. Let's get that on a shirt something. I want to bounce. Mm. I want a portal gun. I want to sing All right, like guys, Jason Mraz. I'm going to bounce. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So yeah, it, it, you know, interesting stuff. I think we all just would stick with flying. I think that's what it boils down to. Um, sure. Definitely hmm. day two. I'm totally cool with flying in the good place. (laughs) I'll fly forever after that. All right. But all right. So moving on this week on week three of our podcast, everything is fine. We actually have some legitimate actor news. Kristen Bell, star of the good place. One of my favorite people just in kind of general life that I don't know. Um, yeah, do you guys have favorite people that you don't know? Like people that you admire from afar and you think, I'd be friends with that person. No. No? <laughs> like you don't look at certain... That's so perfect. Of course, yeah, of course Kevin, Kevin would take that. Know. You don't have like certain <laughs> yeah. celebrities where you look at them and you'd be like, you know, I'd pr- like if we met in real life, we'd probably be friends. Like we, it would happen. No, see that, that no, that's too awkward. Too, uh, too much human interaction. I, I look at people and I think, thank God I don't know them. It would be too much effort. <laughs> All right. See, I go for like the, the C and D list celebrities to where it's like, if I get a little bit higher on the list, I got a couple years to go a little bit higher on the list. We could actually be friends. So, who, so who, like, who's your C I, or so D podcasters, list? A lot of podcasters. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, okay. I think like the McElroy or uh, McElroy brothers. I always say McElroy. McElroy brothers are super cool. And like, I think I could be friends with them or, or you know, just mainly podcasters. Are you going to be friends with Gary Vaynerchukki? Uh, What's what's his name? Yeah, yes, he's definitely cool. I don't know if I'll ever be a friend of his. I could work for him. That would be cool. Work for him. But I don't know if he's he'll, he'll consider me his friend. But um, yeah, just a bunch of podcasters and stuff like that. Well, my wife yeah, and I always I say mostly high. mostly my wife, but she always says that if if we lived like close to them, we'd be friends with Dax and Kristen Bell. So so you know people I admire from from afar. But she has legitimate news this week. She got a uh, a new movie role. They're doing a movie called fantasy camp which she is a failed junior high drama teacher i'd love to know what you have to do to fail as a junior high drama teacher like how bad does it have to get for you to be a failure at that listen not knocking junior high drama teachers i think it's a noble profession i just don't think there's an easy way to fail at that i mean you can be great at it there's definitely room for greatness 
but I don't know how low the ceiling has to be for absolute failure. So she's a failed drama teacher and she she goes to live her dream and she goes off uh, and it performs at a at a you know, performing arts fantasy camp for adults. So oh, yeah, man. that's cool. So this this is uh, being brought to you by Greg Silverman, who's also done Edge of Tomorrow and the Lego Movie sequel. Those were good movies. Um, oh yeah, and it's the production is STX Films, which uh, Kristen Bell did the Bad Moms movies with, and those are both really good. I liked those movies quite a bit. First one more than the second one, but still like those. So that's kind of cool news. That could be sounds like it sounds so, like it could be fun. Interesting. I'll see it. Yeah, sure. So, does what does that mean for the continuation of the show, though? Oh, what do you think she'll, about that? she'll I mean, film that's, on that's way, Yeah, that's way in the future, though. Yeah, so. nothing. But yeah, feel, no? with cool. with digital editing and stuff like that. I mean, production times for movies, especially comedies that don't have a lot of special effects, they're so short now. I mean, they can you can wrap principal photography for an individual actor in like six or seven weeks. So that's why I think you're seeing so many more Hollywood actors do TV and vice versa. Because it's very sure. easy, especially with The Good Place, it's only a 13-episode season, so it's not like a full run, so there's even more time off. So doing stuff like this in between the show, I don't think will be you know any issue whatsoever. And, and a lot of it is in similar, uh, I guess, similar style settings, and it's yeah. the same place. Yeah. They kind of stay in her house a whole lot of the time. They do a lot of It's a lot stuff, of like... So almost bottle episodes where they're yeah. just sort of you're right it's the same setting yeah this it's is pretty much a bottle <laughs> the good place bottle it's just all yeah. just whoop, this little community yeah i mean this is all shot on a stage and, and and everything's digitally edited in so it's not i mean there I, sure. I would be shocked if you know if they do what 13 episodes they're probably filming for maybe 13 weeks total i maybe even less so yeah she's got plenty of time on her hands mm. don't worry about that um but in other news cool. For this is kind of news for people in the cast and crew. We talked about Doug Forsett in our first episode. You remember our discussion about Doug yes. Forsett, the guy in the plaque? Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I came to find out through a little bit of reading, because now I'm trying to become a good place expert and find all the, the useless information, that Doug Forsett's a real guy. Well, the picture of him is. Michael Shore's friend, yeah. Noah Garfinkel, is that guy. And Noah Garfinkel is another professional TV writer. And he's one of the writers for the hit TV show, New Girl, which just returned this last week for its final season, its final eight episode run, uh, ending uh, with season, season seven. And Kevin and I, I know, we're super excited about this. So this was pretty cool to see that he was related to our, our favorite Good Place uh, show <laughs> here. So, Kevin, you watched it, right? Yeah. What did you yeah, think? I did. Of course I did. What'd you think? Uh, I, I liked it. It was good. Question mark. Ooh, that's not a solid. It was good. No, it was good. Yeah. It was good. So, I, I mean, honestly, I think people who are fans of the show, The Good Place, would probably also like New Girl. So there's probably a lot of crossover. But if you haven't watched it, season one through six are up on Netflix. Feel free to catch up. But what they did was they weren't sure if the show was going to get renewed or not. But there wasn't a lot of closure to certain storylines. So basically they got Fox to say, all right, let's do an eight episode, tie a bow on it kind of thing. But they did a three year time jump from the final episode that we saw last season. Ooh, boy. And that kind of stuff can always get awkward because you're filling in three years of story in a 22 minute sitcom whilst trying to have a story for that episode. So and be comedically situational. Right. So, so it was predictably awkward. I think there's no way that it wasn't going to be. But 
if you like New Girl, there's just a certain brand of humor and there was enough of that peppered in that it was really funny. So good on Doug Forsett yeah. for trying to write a good episode. Hopefully they can get a good jumping off point from there and get back into the flow uh, and not nice. ever have Schmidt with a mustache again, because that was <laughs> hideous and disgusting. So that's it for actor news this week. Back by popular demand once again. Just the praise since episode two came out 20 minutes ago, the, the praise has not stopped for the out of context quotes of the week. I mean, we it's in our ear constantly. I got a, I got an Apple watch and it's dinging every five minutes with messages, DMs from people saying out of context quotes of the week. I love it. It's awesome. You got to stop messaging yourself. It's man. All, yeah, it's all just Tim. Oh, boy. Guys, I'm not that sad and lonely. That's. <laughs> but it's a fun one it let's is do it, it is a good one so let's get into it uh yeah jules let's go out of context quotes of the week all right so um <laughs> eleanor is getting taught some uh some ethics and <laughs> uh, she says who died and left aristotle in charge of ethics and then Chidi points to the board and says, Plato. <laughs> literally just talking about that. And here's another one uh, by Michael. I literally learned what headaches were because that thing <laughs> gave me a headache. <laughs> oh, I like, those are my my, those I like that one funny. as well. That one was really funny. Yeah, that was good. Kid, That's pretty funny. What do you got? Uh, I got two of them. My, my first and my favorite was, here's some dirt I put in a bowl because I'm amazing. <laughs> You would hate that. That's great. <laughs> and uh, I once got lost on an escalator. <laughs> Boom. Let that one sit. I think that's that's the title. That, right. It might be. That, that, <laughs> that might, might be, be the, the title. title. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you guys haven't noticed yet, tuning into episode three now, the episode titles we've chosen are definitely one of the out of context quotes of the week. Episode one being Ooh. that bear has two mouths, which is still probably i don't know if we're ever going to top that one as as an episode title no. um that's great i had it so i had a couple of ones that i really enjoyed uh so no now i'm supposed to be nice and make friends and treat her with mutual respect that's exactly what she wants cheaty wake up <laughs> the way she delivered that it was great so oh good. my god uh and then i got a couple of good um tahani quotes I was Baz Luhrmann's muse once. That was fun. And I'm cursed with upper bosom. Oh, no. <laughs> and then another good Eleanor one. Another good jealous Eleanor one. This is just a big neighborhood full of mansions and people that love to honey. That's a good one. So that's been Out of Context Quotes of the Week. All right, guys. So that means uh, let's get into it. Let's get into talking about this week's episode, episode three. Uh, here we are. We start off. Um, let's let's talk about the the moral philosophy uh, gem of the week. I think it's kind of essentially this that Aristotle felt that character was voluntary. There seems to be a lot of debate as to whether it's something in in inherent in you that you either have sure. good character or have bad character. But apparently Aristotle was under the opinion that uh, it was voluntary because your actions are your own and they're under your control. And the thing that we learned about the good place is good actions get you into the good place. Bad actions get you into a place where there's a bear with two mouths. Sure. And whether you're like inherently, that's what you're, I don't know. It, it brings up so many questions. Just this whole this whole episode, it was dealing diving more into the ethics of everything, and it was kind of fantastic. And um, 
I yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. I think we'll get into that in a little bit, but I think Kevin needs to tell Kevin's us. Kevin's got something to say. He, he's he's got a, he's got a little bit of something. So let's get him going on a synopsis of the episode. Oh right, absolutely. A synopsis of absolutely. the episode. <laughs> let's go, Kev. So this is an episode where Chidi starts to teach. Eleanor about ethics and decides that they need to befriend Tahani instead of make fun of her because every time Eleanor gets mad, a plant dies. And at the same time, Janet and Michael are trying to get Chidi a new hobby like cartography or, I don't know, bird fucking or whatever. They try a bunch <laughs> of different stuff. And it, of course, leads to hilarity. Because you, hold on. Time out real quick. Bird forking. <laughs> bird for come on kevin sorry my mistake uh uh, but yeah no because this is this is the good place and things are not always as they seem but because chidi's menus manifesto was like 3200 pages of just pure bull hockey that michael got a headache and so he decides he wants to just continue being bull and ends the episode there. So, uh, like a, a true cheaty fashion, he went full circle and wound up with nothing. <laughs> Kevin, that was forking amazing. I liked that one. <laughs> that was really good. That was great. So, so this episode starts off really good because I, I like it when television shows are clever. And right away, they introduce us to the an- analogous item for the entire episode. Tahani comes to the door in typical Tahani fashion. Chidi, how are you? And she brings a, this wonderful, weird-looking plant as a as a housewarming gift for these, you know, two lovely people. And mm-hmm. right away after she leaves, Eleanor starts making fun at Tahani. And you know what I noticed when this happened? So she does her Tahani impression, and. When we on the Nerdy Things podcast, we talk about movies that are coming up. (laughs) We talk about movies that are coming up and stuff like that. And there's a Mary Poppins remake. Right. And I said I was a little iffy on Emily Blunt as to whether she should be Mary Poppins or not. It definitely should have been Kristen Bell. Her Tahani impression is really a Julie Andrews impression. And she totally should have been Mary Poppins. That was my takeaway from from that part right there. It's like, that's that's Mary Poppins right there, not Tahani. Definitely. Yeah. But she starts making fun of her. And what happens to the freaking plant? But it dies. Yeah. Again, we see uh, just a, a metaphor of everything that's going to keep happening whenever you make a bad decision. And we didn't say that episode three is named after Tahani. It's the whole, this is pretty much, we already knew what was going to happen. Something was going to happen with Tahani and we're, we're seeing that she's trying to be this overly good person. And Eleanor is the complete opposite. This is her kryptonite and she just can't do it. And she just can't deal with this person. And, you know, I don't, I don't think me, Kevin or Tim would be able to deal with that either. (laughs) No, I'd steal her diary. (laughs) Yep. Well, Kevin is the male Eleanor. Oh, I think so. (laughs) Melanor. Melanor. I'm I'm having a hard time with Eleanor's name because everybody in the show says it differently. So the first episode of our podcast... Because everybody has accents. No, but not necessarily. So the first episode of this podcast, I went with the Ted Danson pronunciation, which is Eleanor. And I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. Eleanor says her name Eleanor. Which is how I used mm-hmm. it the second episode. So this one, I think I'm going to go into the Tahani and call her Elena. Elena. 
Everybody does. I didn't even notice Everybody that. says it a little bit differently. Nobody says it the same. And then when it goes like black and white and they have like pinstripe suits, it's Ella Noir. And then that's what happens. Ooh, no? Wow. Not funny? Damn it. Wow. I tried. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> you tried too hard, my friend. Wow. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So <laughs> the, the plant dies and clearly Chidi's okay. like, dude, this is a, this is my point. Like you do bad stuff and, and this is your, this is your relationship with Tahani, this tree right here. And she's like, that's forking bullshit, man. No, that's not the case. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, we go into a new scene now and this is where we first really get introduced to Janet and I'm, I'm loving this episode because Michael's like trying to reprogram Janet. Oh my God. The whole episode is fantastic. The whole episode. So she starts off in like what I call work catchphrase mode, where she's just like, hey, you know, great to see you. Have a, you know, it's like all this kind of workplace catchphrase stuff. Hump day, man. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And none of it makes any sense, like in context with what they're talking about at all. Uh, Because all Michael's trying to do is help Chidi realize his best life in the good place yeah which which even says that so wherever whatever future they're in or whatever michael has you still can't get real artificial intelligence Hmm, that sucks (laughs) well we'll see what happens yeah like yeah chidi's he's just trying to get chidi a a whole new life trying to get him hyped about something because he kind of sucks at his one thing that he's he's been working on his whole life that that that's kind of horrible <laughs> that he's been working his whole life for this thing does he does he suck does he suck at it though like, does he really suck at it see see we ah, that's what i was thinking too because michael's like this isn't good i don't know what you were talking about but it's like but but what does michael know but then chidi's like he's convinced that michael knows everything because he's like this whatever but does he know everything? Is Shidi really bad? He we've only seen him teaching a lot, and he's been trying to. He's been reading. He's been teaching Eleanor a whole lot, and it's like, is he bad? But he thinks he's really bad, and it's got him got him pretty down. It's definitely got him down because he wrote like as Kevin said, forty thousand pages on that thing, and apparently yeah. to a guy who can read the entire knowledge of the world in like a week or something, he couldn't get through it. In an hour, he in said. an hour, yeah, he couldn't in get an through hour. it. And then he said, took two weeks for him to get through it. <laughs> Amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so that Michael and and Chidi are kind of paired off in in this little subplot here, where they're trying to find a good life for Chidi and and find him, uh, you know, a good. He wants to be a a top. What do they call it? A topographer, where he wants to map the neighborhood, and that's when Chidi's like, "Yeah, I got yeah. lost on an escalator. That's that's not happening, dude. I don't know where things are." But meanwhile, <laughs> Eleanor decides she's going to one up to Hani and and bring her some pears and it's the best gift ever really because you can eat them as well so it's probably better than a plant (laughs) but no yeah no 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 that's bad for 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 people of uh of jianyu's persuasion for some reason yeah yeah, for some gotta go in the garbage Mm. plunk and that was the first time where i think i've i've saw her do something that might have been mean-spirited like she didn't make it out that way, but the way she threw that in the trash was a little bit mean spirited. She did still kind of invite her in, though. Oh, she She's did. just like, "Oh no!" Like, like it, it was kind of like an assumed, like, "Well, that was good, good, good for bringing me something, but 
it's assumed that pears are bad for she's just asserting her dominance she's just like no i'm better than you dumb pretty much and then she continues (laughs) to do that because she's got like she tells her to sit down and but tahani like has this fainting couch and she sits down on it sideways like she's posing for a cover (laughs) shot and a picture and then just sits there in that pose to have a conversation she just couldn't sit normally. No, she's going to sit like a princess to have a normal conversation with Eleanor. That's her normal. She was a model well, and all that. Yeah, and she, she is a princess. Yeah, I guess so. But but she's beautiful. She decides, you know, to to kind of confide in Eleanor and tell her that, you know, she wants to make uh, you know, she wants to make sure she really belongs here and make sure that she, you know, she feels, you know, good about herself, which of course is a clue to Eleanor. And uh, they end up going out the next day to kind of uh, spread good cheer throughout the neighborhood with a basket of what is it, uh, maple butter scones. scones, maple butter scones, yeah. which look burned, but they're not. They're, but they're not. Mmm, <laughs> they're just so good. Uh. And everybody is in love with Tahani. They go visit every place and everybody is just singing Tahani's praises, which obviously feeds into Tahani's need to do things that make people impressed with her, but is crushing Eleanor inside. Yeah. And it's it's even like a good choice on the actors and actresses because like I can feel it in their eyes that they genuinely love this person. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, like really, these people are so good that this small gesture is showing like that they're in love with her. And I'm like, oh, wow, they're they're too far gone. (laughs) So at this point, like, is there any hope for Eleanor and Tahani? I mean... That she's they're they're together they're putting in an effort but it's clearly not working and almost from both ends like is there any hope at this point almost this from point? both ends no no i don't think so and i think eleanor is gonna have to just keep working on it if she wants that to happen and by like what we're you know what we're seeing is that that's the most hated person that's her complete opposite and well, for I mean, her to stay in the good place i would think she would need to keep working on that but this is why Eleanor steals her diary is to take her down a peg. Cause we have that scene where she opens up the drawers when she's left alone, sure. finds the diary with the foreword by Malala, uh, Yousafzai <laughs> and Kylie Minogue. I love that her diary has a foreword yeah. and I love that it's two such disparate people that oh wrote goodness. the foreword for this diary. <laughs> it could be but, a book someday. I mean, I guess. (laughs) I mean, once she steals the diary, though, like I at that point, I don't even blame her. I I know we're supposed to be into the whole moral philosophy thing. And, you know, your your actions are your own. But she booped her twice before she left the room. She's like, all right, I need to go put on my 12 step Korean skincare regimen or whatever she says. And then Eleanor's like, all right, I'm going to leave. She's like, no, 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 you don't have to leave my house. It's it's, I've got wonderful things laid out for you. Enjoy it. And she boops her twice, not once, not once, but twice. This is like totally the female equivalent of a guy just, you know, chest out, like making him like I'm taller than you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like just pretty much. silently stepping up. She booped her twice. At that point, she steals that diary. I'm like, dude, I don't even care. Like you deserve to, <laughs> to get get that thing out of there. She booped you twice. You don't boop someone twice. Come wow. <laughs> So, yeah, so we, we, she steals the diary, uh, she takes it back and, uh, you know, Chidi, of course, explains why that's bad. (laughs) 
because, yeah. because she doesn't get why that's bad. Uh, and when she's trying to say how she just wants to prove that Tahani's evil, the plant catches on fire. That's that's way extreme. That's the extremist of it. That That's it. It's like, oh, wow, this is just a complete just show of how bad that is but this is what i mean like this is i am i guess the relationship had gotten so toxic that it's setting it the the relationship is on fire at this point in a in a dumpster Mm -hmm. fire way not like a hot kind of way even though eleanor finally kind of gives you her first hint that she might be into tahani a little bit when she's describing her and just goes into a string of compliments about her curves and all that kind of stuff but it's not that kind of fire this is a dumpster fire of a relationship and it is it is up in smoke um so things are things are not good between them at this point. But back to subplot uh, B here, Michael, Chidi, and Janet going out trying to find him a new passion for life. Which one of the Janet incarnations is your favorite? So we start off with uh, workplace catchphrase Janet. Then we get into fun fact Janet, who's like, Fun fact, Christopher Columbus, fact about everything. Christopher Columbus is in the bad place for all the raping and pillaging. And fun fact, <laughs> Janet is me. So we got fun fact, Janet, and then we go into um, sex mode, Janet, where where oh, yeah. just trying sex to mode is my favorite. Slip it to to Chidi, and and then we go into what I call kind of angsty teenager Janet, where she's just like, "Shut up, this is stupid," and just walks away. So super sarcastic. <laughs> I would take any of the last two. Yeah, the last yeah. two I'm cool with. Would, how how uncomfortable two? Michael was with sex mode Janet makes sex mode <laughs> Janet true. best mode Janet. <laughs> when she, when when she says, "I got something you can slip into," to Chidi, Michael just acts like she's a dog. He goes, "No, no, Janet, <laughs> no, stop, <laughs> no." That was good. But I have yeah. to say, yeah, the, the, angsty, the, cool. the angsty Janet was probably my favorite. Uh, Darcy Carden, who plays that character, is you're finally starting to see her. And this is another one who she's kind of not been in a lot of stuff before. But all of a sudden, she's got like three side projects going on. She's in um, a new uh, HBO sitcom uh, that's called, I think it's called Barry. It's starring Bill Hader, which is yep. just getting oh, rave I reviews. really want to watch that one. Yeah, she's in I that. So. so many good things about that. Maybe we'll do a oh, podcast cool. about that if everybody likes that too. So um, Barry, yes. <laughs> so yeah, she's finally starting. But the way she delivers that angsty kind of sarcasm, I, I was cracking up. This is stupid and just sure. walks away. And she, I just, I lost it. I don't know what was so funny about that, the way that she said it, but it really, really cracked me up um so yeah janet's janet's been really fun this episode but chidi can't find a thing journalism doesn't like deadlines arc welding scared of fire i don't know i'm, I'm yeah i'm starting to think it's chidi that doesn't he's just not a fun person and he has too much to you know he likes he's in his, his own head thing and that's it he's in his own head it's a stick in the mud i don't know yeah, it's there's... that would have been cool being an editor of the newspaper of some random newspaper. Like he just has something to do. It's like there's nothing going on here, but here's a newspaper every Monday morning or something. Right, this thing I've been working on. Why not? Right. But the one thing, That's not even that hard. The one thing that he's kind of good at is pointing out to Eleanor what how she needs to view the world, and he says about Tahani that uh, Tahani might be a little British. And a little condescending at times, but she's a good person. And this kind of inspires Eleanor to go back into her flashback. And I liked the flashback this week because it's kind of real. 
because oh, we see a lot of this, I think, in our in our real world now, with especially watching movies and TV shows where there's actors that do really bad things, and you're like, can I just boycott everything? Because Eleanor's ex, I assume ex-boyfriend, because she's dead, um, ex-boyfriend is telling her that they can't go to a coffee shop place because this guy has been exposed as a complete perv who owns it. And she's like, don't don't you think you're better than me because you'll go there and, and or you won't go there and I will. And then she goes to the place and she, I love how she comes back and she's like, hey, look, I got tickets for the Coyotes game, Phoenix Coyotes hockey game and tickets to this mm-hmm. concert. Oh, but we can't go to those things because of the DAUIs and all this other kind of stuff. So we're really yeah. getting into that conundrum of, is it, you know, are you inherently good or is it just, you know, you have to put on your 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 best of yourself in, in, in every situation. And 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 her her boyfriend even puts up this, this like, counter argument as well. It's like, well, can't we all just, like, try? Just, like, let's just try the little bit that we can, the little bit that you know that i see that i can can't we just do that and then she's just like eh. it was really interesting just just that whole um that whole situation because it is super real and it's that was probably the most real one real mm-hmm. flashback so far uh, that we've seen and it leads you right up to this great little piece between uh eleanor and chidi where they both kind of realize they're in that situation where neither of them are perfect chidi is not a perfect moral philosopher he writes incomprehensible books he gets way too tied up in the details but she tells him listen you wrote 3600 pages on one of the most difficult things possible and you try at every turn to be the best person and he's kind of telling her listen you know you're obviously not the best person but you know you're going out there and you're trying you just need to try a little better and it's this great interaction between the two where they both acknowledge that neither of them are perfect they can't expect for each other to be perfect but let's try and encourage each other to be the best version of ourselves which i think is the whole point of this thing and it's where you finally start to realize that i think they're now completely on the same team with this that they realize each of them needs help from the other you can definitely see you know chidi's expression and his long just kind of lingering gaze at like where she touched him and where he sees her leaving it's like he's kind of just like yeah like okay i i can see this person coming around and i can see where i need this person as well right so kind of tying up some loose ends uh you know chidi decides he doesn't want to do any of this new stuff he really just wants to be a better moral philosopher so he seeks out michael as his advisor (laughs) essentially and uh michael's like throw the whole damn book in the garbage (laughs) and chidi goes can't we no you can't save any of it throw it in the garbage um and then eleanor visits tahani again uh tahani confides in her that she's really insecure about her relationship with Yanyu, and she feels incomplete here at the good place like this is you know not her perfect uh, place like she thought it would be. Of course, Eleanor feels the same way because she's not even supposed to be there. So that kind of I, I kind of feel. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I kind of feel the same little way. Bit, a little bit. Little bit. She can't tell her I quite what it is, but from. she's like, you know, I, 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 I think so. They have a bond now. So we got characters kind of. We see how they're going to relate to each other going forward. Really, we're really getting into how these characters are going to be together um, for you know the next uh, number of episodes. Yeah. But and you definitely see like the the pairing ups. Yeah. A little little bit like you know the different pairings up since you know episode one and two like this is different we had michael and chidi and then we see eleanor tahani and it's just like super cool it's like 
okay, this is a mix-up already from the past two episodes. What what's going to come next? Right. That's that's what I'm thinking right now. As you know, just watching. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. And they uh, and they I'm use like, Janet oh, perfectly, really cool. where she's just a supplement to all of this, which is her role. You know, yeah. she, and she just yeah, you know definitely. kind of acts with she any one of them. But after the first episode, we got this big reveal where the whole thing is turned on its head. Episode two, we got a little hint, but you know it was a little bit of a letdown after the cliffhanger from number one. We get another note. Eleanor's supposed to meet someone and find out who the letter writer is when she gets to and, the center of the town square and who's standing there. Yeah. Frickin' I love Gianyu. that it's Gianyu. Oh and he God. just looks at her and he's like, you don't belong here. Bum, bum, bum. And it's like he's talking. For one, he's he spoke some words. Two, we thought that these messages were, you know, figuratively made up by Eleanor and the, the world. But we find out it is actually somebody. And it's like, oh, my goodness. And his actual character is super scared. And oh, his yeah. actual character is totally different than what we've been seeing displayed. So it's super You got that half a beat where she's just pooping herself thinking that she's caught. Right. And then he's like, because I'm totally freaking out, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is when you get the glimpse into what who Jianyu really is when he says, you're not supposed to be here at blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, because I'm not supposed to be here either. And I'm really freaking out, homie. <laughs> Homie. Yeah. Because you I love know that. a Buddhist is. monk is not saying homie, okay? That's not no. happening. No. So that was like, nope. this is where, I mean, I liked the first episode. I remember watching this through the first time. I liked the first episode. I loved the cliffhanger. The second one was enjoyable. I'm liking these characters. When you get to this point, I'm like, what is happening on this show? I yes. can't wait to find out what's going on here. I think this is where it starts to hit its stride. It really does. Sure. I agree. So what a cool reveal it was in the end of this one. Yep. And you know what sucks now is we kind of recorded all three of these episodes pretty close to, to together. We have to wait yep. till next week to record again Just and to like talk about what happens I in know. episode four. <laughs> I oh, know. man. Just like the listeners, right. we have to wait. And y'all have to all wait right. and all that yep. stuff. So. Um, but yeah, yeah. this is super cool. Definitely super excited to keep this going. You listen to the first three episodes. Keep keep waiting. Keep subscribed, and we're gonna get a new episode out every week. Yep. Yeah, we really appreciate you kind of binging these three with us. Hopefully, whether you found us through Nerdy Things Podcast or through any of our individual social medias, or if you're just a big Good Place fan and you were googling. I don't know, iTunesing, YouTubing, whatever you did and you found us, we really appreciate you finding us and uh, appreciate you sticking with us because as we learned with Nerdy Things Podcast, we only get better as time goes on. Like a fine freaking wine, we only get better as we start to hit our stride along with this show. So stick with us. It's going to get a whole lot better. And uh, we just appreciate it. So you can find us uh, a bunch of different ways on social media. First and foremost, we'd love to direct you to the Everything is Fine discussion group on on Facebook, just type it in the search bar. You will find us that way. There is Everything is Fine podcast on Instagram. Our main hub, Nerdy Things Pod Productions, can be found on nerdythingspod.com. You'll find kind of general TV, film, and pop culture news, which you guys might enjoy as well if you're obviously a fan of television. But you'll find all the information on Kevin, Jules the Human, and Tim, myself, individually, as well as our other podcast, as well as our YouTube channel, all that stuff. So go to nerdythingspod.com or get at our at nerdythingspod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook because we post everything that's happening both on that podcast and now on this podcast as well. So 
Please join us. Please interact with us. Please become friends. We've got some really good podcast friends that we've made over the last year. People as far reaching as Australia. We love it. Whoa. We got fans from down under and we and we love it there in California and and Florida. You name it. We touch the globe. So so be be a new one and, and come along and, and join with us. So uh, really appreciate it, guys. And as always, have a great rest of your day. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.